I feel like that's one of like the biggest secrets that is not talked about in the dating world. When you get together with someone, you're like, ooh, this, there's this attraction. We got our pheromones going, all of our dopamine receptors are like, woo, this is amazing. Is can I actually be like, you know what? I don't want to impress you. I want to be my authentic self with you. And if you like my authentic self, then great. And if not, you know what? I'm gonna let go of that, the high that I get from the feeling of being with you in order to just be truly authentic. And I don't think that people do that consciously. So therefore I'm gonna make these internal compromises that I can then later say like, you know, it's not cool when you do that. And maybe some of those things really aren't cool, but on the other side, it's also part of my own deception. And I think that's what made it work so well. We both were like, this is who we are. And I like this and I don't like this. So when you did something or I did something that one of us didn't like, that was said from the beginning of the relationship. Right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Interracial Couple Podcast. Where it's not all black and white. My name is Sarah. And I am Matthew. And welcome. So today, one of the themes we're going to be playing with is these moments that we cherish with or about our partners. And it's something I think to keep in mind throughout the next half an hour as we spend some time together is really spending time looking for those things, you know, particularly once we've been in a relationship for a while, it can kind of be easy that things just become part of the everyday where the wonder or magic of life of our connection can just start to feel like it's just, it's the usual. Even if we like the usual, which I like the usual. I, lo I love the usual. Yeah. There's so much that we get from the usual, especially just noticing and being grateful in the usual because that's the usual is what we usually do. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every day of our lives. Right. The usual, it's not to downplay the usual, but it's also to really be looking for the magical, for the spectacular, the good stuff, either in specific moments or in the everyday. So today that's going to be where we're putting our focus. And that comes from week 11 of the Lava's Journal. It's one of the fast prompts that reads, what is the most recent event with your lover that you want to cherish forever? There we go. Okay. Forever. So for the things we're going to cherish forever. So this was fun. I actually really enjoyed this because I felt myself immediately going for the big thing, right? So mm -hmm. within the last few months, we got engaged. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and for our anniversary trip, we had a beautiful uh, day up the coast where we just stopped and went on hikes along the beach and had an amazing dinner overlooking the ocean. We've had a lot of sort of individual moments. Well, maybe not a lot, but there were the obvious candidates. Yeah, engagement day. Um, what, wait, what did we do? Why did we go up the coast? Well, that was for our anniversary. It was for anniversary. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a very special day. So what came up for you? All the things that you've said, like I thought when I was writing this and I was journaling, like it, all of those things, but I was just like, I want to find like the usual, you know, like I want to find a moment in the usual. And so what I came up with is the morning we went to the beach and there was just something about that day is just that we just woke up. It was cold. It was foggy. And we just walked for about an hour 
And then on our way back, I just, I was like, let's do a silent meditation. And we just walked together in silence. And there was just something so magical about that, you know, just taking space and enjoying it. And when I was journaling, I was just like, what made that moment special was sometimes like I see people like enjoying life and and I'm like, oh my God, like with everything that's going with my on with my business, with my life and so much stress, I'm just like, my life isn't as great as I would want it to be sometimes, I think. But there was just something about that day where I was like, I actually don't need to be successful. My business doesn't need to be doing great in order to just enjoy this, you know, like... Mm -hmm. I can take moments out of my day when I'm just feeling stressed out or not feeling stressed out and just doing something like that. Mm. Nice. You know, I was laughing inside when you brought that up because I went to almost the exact same place as you You went. And it was the same thing, which is that the special moments to treasure, I think I'm kind of thinking about when I look back, if I'm going sort of 10 or 20 years down the road, this time after we moved back from Kenya and we're living in the cabin and like, what are we going to remember? We might have these moments or these special things, but there's also, it was, what's like the, what are the things that will be like, oh yeah, that. And very often we don't go to the beach when we go on a walk in the morning. Sometimes we just go out our front door and we walk up, you know, just up the street a mile and back down and you know, the the cows are chewing the grass and there are turkey vultures and hawks flying overhead and all these little songbirds all over the robin redbreasts and orioles we've seen a couple of times, yeah. a bunch of blue jays, California bluebirds, uh, red winged blackbirds. It's like, it's just so vibrant. It was like, that's something that we just do that could easily be taken for granted. Mm, you know, a walk on Canfield. Just a little walk on Canfield, yeah. <laughs> As I've now yeah. I call it my walk on Canfield. You know, and we have done like we did Taylor Mountain like fairly regularly, sort of as a on the weekends we're gonna go do a you know, hike up the mountain and back and um so it, it was really kind of taking this focus from the moments that I want to, to cherish to be something that's major down into how about the moments I can cherish that are simple. You know, because when we, like, those are magical, you know, it's even like there are times where we on a weekend and we just lie in bed and we don't get out of bed. And then one of us does and we make a cappuccino or, or make a pot of coffee or something. And, and that's so special. And I think there's something about bringing the focus away from, you know, the big moments, you know? Yeah. And when you start to think about the big moments and, you know, on this podcast, we do talk about, you know, money. And I think when you start to think about the big moments, the big moments sometimes and most of the times involve spending money. So some couples feel like I can't have like a cherished moment because we don't have money to do that. But actually, the things that I think about that I cherish the most are those that have involved very little to do with money mm. you know so i'm not saying like going out like when we went to that fancy restaurant next to the beach that was amazing but just walking with you on the beach was equally as amazing mm-hmm. and i think i'm also bringing attention to this or we are right because 
in sort of the social media world where, you know, I can go on my social media and there's somebody who I know that's posting a picture of their bare legs with the ocean out in front of them or a Mai Tai and the ocean behind that <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, and it's this thing of, you know, this, the big things being so special. And I think we need like taking out that time and for sure, like to actually take time to say, this is for us is important, or this is for me, but this is for me could literally be, I'm going to climb in bed an hour early and with my computer and watch a show or we're going to, you know, that can be just like, this is just what I do. Yeah. But it can also be, this is just amazing. And I feel like that can get missed sometimes. Yeah. So that was my special, most recent special moment to cherish. Nice. Um, I only had one. How many did you have? Oh, no, that was basically, that That was it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to read our second uh, prompt? Yeah. So On our guided journal? Sure. So what is one thing that your lover does that makes you feel warm inside? Ooh. Don't read mine. Oh, I wasn't reading yours. I was reading the prompt. It's okay. You can actually read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much true. That uh, is pretty much true. I'm like, don't read mine, but I'm about to read it to everyone on the internet. <laughs> so one of the things that I love and that just makes me feel warm inside is like the random kisses throughout the day that you give me and sometimes they're like on my forehead sometimes they're on the cheek but you just be passing around in the house and you give me a kiss and what was funny i wrote this morning and you were down in the other cabin in the office and you came back and you were like babe um do you want some cappuccino and i was like oh that would be wonderful so you made me coffee and i was just like oh i love that too <laughs> <laughs> And then you made me the coffee and then you put it down and you kissed me. And I don't know if you remember that because it's kind of like habitual. It's routine. Mm -hmm. You kind of just do it. Um, and I was like, for me, like, it's not routine. Like, I notice every time you do it and it's just so, so wonderful. And I'll just be sitting there, like, just being on my computer, doing my own thing. And you'd, yeah, like, all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, I would get a kiss from you. So this morning, you did make me feel warm. warm. And fuzzy? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's got to be fuzzy. If it's only warm, that's not good enough. <laughs> but if it's warm and fuzzy, that's good. So that, that was pretty special this morning. Okay. All yeah. right. So I, I, uh, I proved my value for another day. Yes. I felt very seen and very loved by you today. So, all right. So... Clearly, it's a good thing that we are getting married and we're going to spend our lives together because we're just like in sync. So um, mine was similar and I would have put that, but I was a little bit more, I was a little bit more dirty. I was like that she loves my little love butt slaps when I walk by her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a moment that when we're alone reminds me of our passion. And I think that it's something that I love so much because it's it's the same thing. It's like the little kiss. It's something that, you know, and the reason why I, why I chose a little butt, butt slap is that we've been together for a minute or two and there's something about keeping some of that passion that is easy at the beginning of a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Being super hot for each other is easy at, a at the beginning of a relationship. The things that, some things start out as cute and become less cute 
And there are two reasons for that. One side is we actually didn't really like it that much to begin with, but we were just so in love with that person that we like accepted things about them that really didn't jive with us. And the other is... I, yeah, a lot of couples do that. Right. You know, where it's like, oh, it's I, okay. I thought you liked that or whatever. I know, like, because you liked it in the beginning and you didn't say anything. So I, the assumption is like you'd like it, you know? Right. Because you want to please the other. But I also have to say that our relationship, and I'm, you know, I'm tuning my own horn here, is we didn't start our relationship where we wanted to please each other. Right. You know, it was just like... There was not pleasing. There was just like, it was authentic and true about like what you needed and what I needed. So I feel like that's one of like the biggest secrets that is not sort of talked about in, in the dating world, you know, which uh, is when you get together with someone, you're like, Ooh, this, there's this attraction. We got our pheromones going, all of our dopamine the receptors are like, Woo, this is amazing. Is can I actually be like, you know what? I don't want to impress you. I want to be my authentic self with you. And if you like my authentic self, then great. And if not, you know what? I'm going to let go of that, the high that I get from the feeling of being with you in order to just be truly authentic. And I don't think that people do that consciously. I think it's an unconscious thing of like, oh my God, I like this person. I want to make them happy. I want to be with them. So therefore, I'm going to make these internal compromises that I can then later say like, you know, like, it's not cool when you do that. And maybe some of those things really aren't cool. But on the other side, it's also part of my own deception at the yeah. very beginning of I wasn't being totally honest with you. And it's something that you and I had pretty much at the beginning, which was I would say something. And if you got upset about it or whatever, I could be like, you know, if this isn't going to work, I want to find out now. I don't want to get deep into this and, and find out that our compatibility is not as great as our hormonal passion for each other at the beginning. And I think that's what made it work so well is that we had that going for each other is that we both were like, this is who we are. And I like this and I don't like this. So when you did something or I did something that one of us didn't like, that was said from the beginning of the relationship. Right. Yeah. So, so anyway, so there you go. So that little butt slap or the little kiss on the forehead or whatever else. It's funny that it, that what I came up with was not so much like your action, but actually it was almost relational between us, mm -hmm. you know, because there's something about even just like a pat on the butt that can almost be like in a certain context could be demeaning or something, but it's not at all. It's just this part of this passion that we had at the beginning and let's do those things even still, Yeah, you know? So what is one thing that your lover does that's just expected? Setting up for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, all I have to do is look pretty and show myself to do this podcast. And I say that laughing, but I so, so appreciate you for doing this. Like, there's so much that goes into recording. I actually take that back. It's not like I just show up. I prepare to show up authentically and to be honest with, my, you know, the people that listen to us, to myself. Since we started this podcast, I committed that whenever I show up, I'm going to fully show up. And I think we've done that. I've done that. I'll speak for myself. I've done that very well. And you've done it and you're always ready to like show up and record the podcast but there's another part is that 
this podcast does need to be set up. You know, the cameras need to be set up. We just bought a new microphone and you went out and did all that research. All I needed to do was like, you showed me like two or three microphones to choose from and I chose it, but you still had to go and like find them. Um, And I so appreciate that because without you, like, I'm just like, this would not get done. Like, I absolutely no way I would be able to record a podcast on my own. Um, well, you could. You I just could. don't have to because... You do it. I'm here. Yay yeah. Me. <laughs> um, and so I just want to let you know that that doesn't go unnoticed, that I appreciate you. I am not going to offer to help you do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am looking you in the eye and I appreciate that every week oh. you set this up. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. feels good. It feels good to be acknowledged. And I get to acknowledge you. But before I do, I think that's also just something that's worth just spotlighting for a moment. You know, what are those things that just get done and it becomes part of routine? Going back to routine to actually find the the way that routine can actually be truly, truly special. You know, so thank you for that. And I think I had a couple of things. The first was just laundry. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, that's so nice. Like, we really do share a lot of you know responsibilities and duties um but without a question you take the lead on the laundry and that's just awesome like i really appreciate that and because we have a relationship that is actually built on mutual respect and equality i think one of the things that becomes challenging in an equal relationship is well i don't want to do all of x Mm -hmm. right because i want us to have some you want there be some like equality around that or whatever and i think that's important But the other thing is, when is it actually just okay to say, you know what, this is what you do and this is what I do. And, you know, with cooking, we both do. With cleaning, we both do. With earning, we both do. There's a lot of things that we both do. And then there are a few things that just I do and a few things that just you do. And that's, there's almost like, I really understand why there are like certain people that really want to hold on to old gender norms. Mm. Part of that means I just know what's expected of me. And I also know that like when I come home from a day at work, I don't have to think about food. Food is there, for example. And that's just so amazing. Why do you want to give that up? And I think you don't necessarily want to give that up. You know, you just want to give up the fact that is that really what works for both people? And if it works for both people, like truly then amazing. And if it doesn't, then like, you know what? I might have to make dinner sometimes when I come home. That's fine. But what can we have in our relationship that I know you do this and I do that and we never have to think about that. And there's just, and particularly when you take responsibility for it, like you actually take responsibility for that. I never have to be like, oh, you know, I have to remind you or it has to become anything in our relationship. It's just done. It's beautiful. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And thank you for acknowledging me. And the thing is, like, I have fallen in love with doing laundry. Because, <laughs> and right, there are well, moments where... Maybe you should marry doing the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> there are moments, like, I use, I love listening to podcasts. And the day that I, I do laundry is just, like, I get to listen to podcasts. Like, I just get to, like, and almost it's kind of, like, meditative. So I'm, like... I like folding the laundry. 
and I do a pretty good job at it. Uh, um, pretty good job is an understatement. My laundry is folded so nicely. It's so nice to go into my drawer on my shelf and be like, ooh, it's so pretty. And, and so, you can tell if I've done the laundry or if I've like had to put one of my oh, I clothing away because it is not the same. I notice. Um, but I enjoy it. Yeah. I, so I'll say there's two other pieces though too. Is one is that you're like you you'll call me out on things and most of the time you're pretty like you're not mean about calling me out on maybe a shortcoming of mine or something. So I actually know I can count on you. Like I'm never gonna go outside, for example, looking like a buffoon. <laughs> because you're gonna be honest with me. And sometimes, you know, it can come across a little harsh and just say, This might be a little harsh, but but I rarely do I feel stank. Almost never. Like, sure, if we're in a thing or whatever, but in general, you can really be straightforward and honest with me uh, in a way that doesn't feel attacking. Um, and so I really appreciate that. I want to thank you for that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and this one is also really nice, is that I make mistakes. You know, and I, that just shocked the Internet. But I make mistakes. Yeah. And didn't shock me. You know, okay, well, the rest of the internet, it's like, I just broke the internet with that one. Um, but that if I make a mistake, I can actually come and share my mistake with you and be like, usually when I feel bad about it, you don't have any judgment towards me. And that's pretty awesome. Because a lot of times, like, I would be like, oh, that's like an opportunity, you know, to be like, ooh, I'm superior to you, or you've hurt my feelings at some point, so this is an opportunity to kind of get you back, or to play like moral high ground or whatever. But I can really come to you with like, I did this thing, and I never get any, like, I'm way more shaming of myself than you are of me. And uh, and then you actually help me get past the shame so I can actually learn from the lesson and move on. So I want to thank you for that too. Oh, you're welcome. And you know why I do that? Because I know... You feel you because if I do something that is upsetting to you or I to someone else, it's like I already beat myself up for it so much. Like I don't need it from another. Oh my person. god, that that lesson that I learned with you was like, oh, if you make a mistake, I say zero because <laughs> you're gonna beat yourself up about it. But as soon as I say anything about it, you can then Justify snap at it. me and be like, "What are you talking about?" And now all of a sudden, all of that upsetness that you're pointing at yourself, you're not pointing at me. And I'm like, "I don't want that." So you make a mistake, and I will zip my mouth. You live with that one. <laughs> I know, and that is the hardest thing. And you know, it came from like, have you ever argued with someone, a stranger, somewhere, and they were like, "I am sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to do that." And then you left feeling like an ass. Yeah. Because you were just like, oh my God, I'm such a terrible human being. But if they respond the same way that you respond to them, you're just like, yeah, I was right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you leave their feeling so right. And yeah, yeah. So this week's quote was Every love story is beautiful, but ours is my favorite. And I think I will say that right here. I think this is my favorite love story. Me too. It's a pretty good one. (laughs) And and I hope for any of our listeners who are working on that to really take this opportunity to go back and say, hey, where can I find that true appreciation of the other in the little moments? Yeah. You know? And I think next time, and I know we are coming to a close, is we should do a podcast based on this word. Yeah. Because people, you can tend to like admire other people's 
relationships because you see them but it's like actually yours is the best right you know yeah and actually we i think we we do come to that here somewhere in 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 uh, our prompts yeah around that is you know what is what are the things that you have that you think other people envy so that'll be a really fun one yeah uh, right before we close though was there any other thoughts uh, insider realizations that you I have that you want to share with our illustrious guests i did have other thoughts but those thoughts were for me I'm ah, not going to share them. Okay. Do you want to um, share yours? I see you have a lot of notes. I, <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we had a little bit of a of a relationship challenge. We were having a little bit of a spat, and I didn't want to journal. I put off journaling for a couple of days, but I did look at the prompts. Oh, you did? And, and I didn't write, but I just tell within there was part of me was like, I can't do this right now. But by just looking at it, I had to actually think about it. And the thinking about it was really beneficial for the healing and what ultimately became, you know, we're still together. We, we survived, you know, we, we survived. So um, I think that was it was particularly around the, you know, the journaling is sometimes just really hard to do, but also sometimes just pondering it or going into that space of, I can't write about this, but maybe I can at least think about it. Or the other thing was, how do I use my writing matter when I'm not in the mood? Like, what do I want to cherish with my lover forever when we just had a fight? I can't think of anything. <laughs> But, uh, right, but to yeah. actually go back and say, you know what, I'm going to think about that. Or maybe at some point say, I'm going to even write about it as a pro part of my process of healing whatever little thing is going on. So there we have it. There we have it. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.